Honesty Talk. In today's episode, we are going to talk about happiness. Now, happiness, the journey, the desire for happiness as Muslim women, something that we all want. Um, now, one might say that the, the journey to happiness is found within one's faith, one's connection with Allah, is that sufficient? Is that enough in order for you to be happy throughout the course of your life? Layinka, start with you. I've got another question. Does happiness even exist in this dunya? Mm. Because I've had people ask, that I've spoken to in the past say, it's not, it's not a thing for this world. Happiness is not a thing for this world. It's, for, it's reserved for us for when we get to Jannah, inshallah. Because this world is full of trials, it's full of hardship. It's, this is not our place for happiness in the dunya. So how, how, how then do we understand that when the Prophet wasallam said, ask of, ask of the good of this life and the good of the, of the akhirah, right? Mm. I think, you know, I, I, that really gets to me. <laughs> that really, really gets to me. Because what gets I, to you? Yeah, I, I'll tell you what gets to me. <laughs> What gets to me is that I have come across sisters who have said, um, you know, I don't need to be happy in this life. It's all about the akhirah. Everything's about the akhirah. My, my, de my, my desires about the akhirah, my level of happiness, you know, everything is about there. SubhanAllah, what are we living for? Yes, we know that our existence, our purpose is to worship Allah Azawajal. However, individuals who, who say that you know what, it doesn't matter if I'm not happy because I just want that in the Akhirah. Mm. I find that's quite a morbid perception. Um, and okay. I, wonder, I wonder how they manage to just live in such, a, in such a, uh, a, a miserable way. But then maybe that consoles them. Maybe they are in a state of trials and they've got so much going on for them in their lives that if I just say and console myself with the fact that happiness exists in the Akhirah, then I can bear it. I can bear what I have been given. I think also when I hear it, I feel like it comes from a place of hurt. It comes from a place of, you know, the idea that I've given up. So I think if I'm hopeful, I'm just going to be let down. Mm. So let me just let it all go and just say, you know what, I'm not even going to expect or anticipate it anymore because I've just seen how bad things are and I don't know if things are going to get better anytime soon so let me just say I'm just going to shoot for it later and right now I'm just going to grip, you know, hunker down and deal with the circumstances. I think what you were saying, um, Rahma, uh, Layinka, <laughs> is that, <laughs> is that um, it goes back to the definition of what you think happiness is. Yes. Like, if it's something that you feel is supposed to be some kind of 
consistent state of being. Like it's like once you arrive, it's the destination. Once mm. you arrive, you are a happy person now. Mm. But the changing nature is that is happiness fleeting? Is it found in small things? Is it an appreciation for the present moment? Like what is it exactly? If we tweak the definition, then then the concept kind of changes. Everyone is wanting everyone wants it. Everyone is seeking after it. Muslim, non-Muslim, you know, men, women. Um, I don't believe it's a destination. Yeah, same. My personal opinion is that it's a journey. And I believe that happiness is not found in things or people, but it's found in the presence the, or the, 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 the state of your own individual presence with things and people. Mm. And I think when we aren't present, with the experiences that we're encountering or with the people that we're around, that's when we experience less happiness. And the, the current you know, um, climate and the current um, state of life is that it's so fast paced, right? You know, we'll, we'll be sitting with someone and we'll be on our phones and we'll be having a conversation, not looking at the person, but just looking at our phones. That's not being present. But if we were to put the phone away, for example, and really absorb the person's expressions, mm. you know, even just kind of go inside ourselves and be present in, in how we're feeling as we're conversing with this person, mm. that level of presence is when you really enjoy. And, and, and that level of enjoyment, I believe, is what leads to happiness. So happiness happiness can be found in moments and not just that yes. it's not the destination to strive for and I feel I, I, I completely agree with that that happiness is a journey I mean I believe that happiness is something that we have the ability to choose um, to be happy in any given moment and so every you know all our days are filled with moments and we have a choice of what we're going to choose in that given moment and I know that seems so can be can seem so dismissive to trials and things like that but life as it comes we don't choose what happens to us it's qadr allah has decreed this is going to happen this is going to happen this can happen there are going to be some great things allah sends our way and there are going to be some lessons and trials that allah will send our way mm. too right mm. it's how we choose to respond within those times that determines whether we'll be happy whether we'll be something else mm. and so when, when, we, when we hear the term that, oh, happiness is a choice, I know this is thrown around, like mm -hmm. happiness is a choice, and people get like, but, but my life is awful. Are you trying to say that I should be like happy with being like this or like that? But it's actually, what are you choosing in that moment? It doesn't mean that you need to do like your happy dance and stuff, but internally, what are you choosing? Mm. And I think it's interesting because what you're touching on, I'm hearing acceptance, contentment, you know, that you're not, resisting the situation it may not be a party mm. but there's a level of kind of okay this is where we are what am i going to focus on can i make the most of it it's yes. not it's not because it's true when you hear it, it it sounds it does sound trite and dismissive yeah yeah it sounds like a it sounds like a meme like you can just you yeah. can choose happiness at any point you want in your life yeah, i'm just going to decide to be happy despite being in pain or despite being that yeah. decision to be happy though it's not just a case of saying right you know what, right now, I'm going to be happy. It's actually, it goes back to what I was saying. It's 
it's making that decision, but realizing that in order to to follow up with that decision, because a decision is only a decision when it's followed up with action, action yeah. immediate action, yeah. is by saying, you know what, despite what's going on, I'm going to choose to be happy. And the way that I'm going to do that is by being mindfully present in the moment that I'm in. I will never forget what a sister said to me. Her son was um, extremely ill. He had a disease and he was in hospital. And she said, you know, he was, you know, wired up, tubed up. And she looked at him and it was such a, a sad, a terribly sad situation. And yet she said, you know, I decided to see the, the to, to see the bundle of mercy in that situation. And the, the bundle of mercy that she saw was that, Alhamdulillah, my son is in a country where there's free health. Allahumma. Yeah? Alhamdulillah. And, and, and she said, I smiled. He was suffering, but in that I found my happiness. Mm. So you see, it's a, it's a conscious decision mm. to seek out Mm -hmm. the beautiful bundles of mercy and happiness but how can you do that if you're not mindfully present mm. it's true impossible true. Mm. yeah you know and i think we need to i think part of the journey towards happiness is really removing certain distractions from our life our life is full of distraction mm -hmm. to the point that we can't even breathe <laughs> You know, there's so much like we have anxiety. To be, we feel like we have to be involved in everything. Yeah. Right? And so that's with that distraction and that feel that that feeling that we need to be involved in anything. What's in front of us, we fail to really, like you said, be present. Yeah. And show up. Absolutely. A sister just the other day said to me, obviously, you know that I live abroad now. Um, she said, you know, when you come back, you know, how do you find it? And I said, one of the first things that I notice every time I land back in London is how miserable people look. Mm. Okay? <laughs> now, obviously, because I'm, I, I live abroad now, I kind of see it more than when I did when I, when I, when I lived here. And I, and I compared, I, I was speaking to her about it, and I compared people in the village that I live in who have near to nothing, right? You would cry if you were to see their living conditions you would cry. And yet, they smile from the depths of their being. They are happy, and yet they have such little. And here, we are privileged, really and truly. We are privileged, we have a lot, and yet people are miserable. Now, why so happiness, is that the case? Happiness is not linked to what we have It's not linked to what we have, but going further than mm. that, I believe, and you can share your opinion. I believe the more we have, the, what, the more, miserable the more we distraction we have. Yeah. And that takes us away from being present. Mm -hmm. And that takes us away from the journey towards happiness. I mean, yeah. what, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Mm. I think um, what you're saying about uh, physical, like having wealth or whatever, having things. And, and, and when we were talking about going after your goals and wanting to, you know, you could say, okay, well, I'll be good when I get this, when I can finally afford this, when I save for this and buy it. And you have these kind of like, uh, you put these milestones, I want to get this, then this, then this. And it's the whole um, like achievement fulfillment thing. You get the stuff, you get to that point, and then you realize it's, it's empty, it doesn't have the, it's not doing what you thought it would do. And that goes back to what I was saying about choosing and making a decision and taking, like you said, immediate action because people decide that I will be happy 
when I have this, 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 and that in place. Mm-hmm. And until this, 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 and that are in place, I'm going to remain as I am. Mm-hmm. And who's to say then they get to the, the destination that they want to get to, the goal or whatever it is, and like you said, they still feel empty. They still feel the same way mm-hmm. because they have attached that thing to being Happy. happy yeah it's still external i also think the journey um cannot be one without allah because your true happiness is found in connecting with him whether that's at times of joy and you say alhamdulillah whether that's at times of anxiety and you say la hawla wa la quwwata illa billah you know when you really internally connect with him i think um you know there's it, I'm sure you'll agree there's something incredibly beautiful and intimate when you traverse this journey with Allah as your companion, you know, where everything is linked back to him and you really connect with him. It just fills you with something that you can't, you cannot get from anyone else. You or cannot anything. get in. It's, it's beautiful, yeah. isn't it? So I think it's, and, and that actually goes back to what, what we were saying, that it's not just about being present with people and experiences, but it's also being present with Allah. Yeah. Now that's a choice as well. That is, and it, and it takes practice. Like I remember talking about it before, uh, about prayer. Like when you're going through a difficult time, you're sweating whatever it is that you're thinking about and you're stressing about. So you rush your salah to get out and finish worrying about what you're <laughs> worrying about, you know? And you, you miss the trick. You know, that you're so that you if you talk about it in the salah, you're taking the opportunity to really connect on that pain point or whatever it is that's consuming you. And it's it is it is paying attention and being awareness and it goes back aware and it goes back to the distraction because mm. I'm so distracted by my issue in the salah that I'm overlooking the opportunity to make the connection. Even in my dua, if you've memorized Adaya, you can knock them out. You can go yeah. through the motions and, and not really feel what you're saying. No, mm. so it's being present. It's being in the moment, really bringing it That's right. fully emotionally That's right. to the table. But you know, it's interesting because, we, you know, from this discussion, it's quite clear that distractions is, are, are what is preventing us from achieving happiness. So people will know, on an, you know, we have to just analyze our lives. What is causing major distraction from us mm-hmm. being able to be fully present and mindful and yet they struggle massively to remove those distractions i mean you know i've had sisters that have said i know that i do too much and that's preventing me from being mindful with the people that i love with allah i just can't i just can't stop it's you know, an I know my phone is, it's addiction. It's, yeah. it's an addiction. Yeah, it's an addiction. So, so what is it? Is it called going cold turkey? It's an addiction. I mean, the thing is because you're trained that when my kids start really stressing me out, I'm going to check my Instagram. It's escape and it's right there and it's waiting for me and it's in my phone. It's just one tap away. Escape is and I've been trained to do this over and over several times no, a day. This is really interesting because it reminds me of a conversation I had with someone who, um, was talking about the fact that she binge reads or binge watches videos when she's feeling a certain way like a, a particular negative emotion and that's her go-to that even when she her kids come in to talk to her she gets angsty because i'm trying to i'm really doing my best to distract myself from whatever i'm feeling and when while we were talking and i kind of 
took her through like considering, okay, so what is it that you actually really, really want? Because you you feel like this thing is getting what, getting you what you want, like this this distraction. Mm -hmm. And then once that distraction is over, you still feel whatever you were feeling. So you're actually not getting what you want, despite you thinking it's, that you're getting short lived, what you want. Mm -hmm. right? And when she realized the 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 thing that she really, really wanted. I said, so how can you do something different then that would be more beneficial for her? And then she was able to kind of get into, like go on the internal journey to realize that it was, like you said, about being present, being in touch, being aware and making that choice. It takes practice. Mm -hmm. You've been doing it for a long time. Just like, you know, if you've been doing something for a long time, it's habitual. You're not even yeah. thinking about it anymore. No. Yeah. And that's what you were saying mm. about being present mm. it takes practice to become present again because you've you've done it you, you've been playing the distraction card for so long that your brain's just like yeah let's, let's. you know there, there was a time when my six-year-old my youngest um uh came to me and i was in the middle of work so i had my laptop i had about three different notebooks open and i had a deadline and she came to me and she came to me smiling and she said on me on me look at what and i said not now not now and mm. You know, I was I was in a real moment of stress. <laughs> you know, it was like I had to get this deadline done. Um, and you know, she said, "But on me." And I stopped and I looked at her and I could see her face. Mm. You know, her face had dropped. We've all been there. Yeah. yeah. You know, let's keep it real. Yes. We've all been there. Yes. Her face dropped, and at that moment when I saw her face drop, I realized that I had missed a moment mm. of happy <laughs> a moment of happiness with her same with me happens multiple times the kids come they're doing a bid for connection yeah and i'm just and they tell me like you work all the time you don't play with us you know they say it my kids will tell me right straight <laughs> and i just feel like you know and i think part of it is my beliefs about being able to face my kids constantly, being emotionally present will drain me. I won't be able to do it. I can do it for pockets of time, but I won't be, I can't brave it. And part of it is just numbing and switching off. When I, when I look at social media, I can just, the emotional labor goes right down. And it's like, it's my go-to to escape from it. Yeah, but you know what I did? So at that moment when I recognized that I had missed a moment with her, I stopped and I made, going back to what we were saying, I made a conscious decision. I turned my entire body to her, yeah? And I held onto her hands and I, and I said to her, tell me what you wanted to say again. Mm -hmm. And you know, and I made a conscious decision to be fully, fully present. So I was looking at her, I was, you know, just absorbing. And you know, uh, it was- and, Made and, all the difference. Do you know what? Obviously for her, because yeah. you know, her, you. her, facial, her yeah. facial expressions, you know, completely changed. But for me, mm. that moment was just pure happiness. It, it was pure you. ecstasy. Mm -hmm. It filled me. And I thought to myself, you know, after she kind of just, you know, skipped away. <laughs> and later on, actually, that day she said to me, you know, Omi, I love you so much. Aww. Just that moment had filled her as well. I realized, well, you know, after she had skipped away, I, I, I realized that, subhanAllah, is it that easy? It is. And it is. It it's is. that easy to be happy. All we need to do is switch off from the distractions 
and just be fully present and immerse ourselves mm. in that moment and it's so fulfilling it's so filling it's so beautiful and as you're saying that it reminds me of all the moments that we are distracted internally as well oh. so even sometimes you know when we've come to the quran and we've got like just actually coming to the quran mm. and reciting the quran coming to the like coming arriving mm -hmm. every part of us being there mm -hmm. it makes such a difference to that to that time so yes our interactions with people yes our, but even our acts of very bad the things that Absolutely, we're choosing to yeah. do to, to step into it and mm -hmm. to make that decision that i have arrived and i am here and that's so powerful mm. even in your dua Yes. Mm -hmm. Even in your du'a, you know, sometimes we can, we, can, we can raise our hands to Allah and just, you know, start rolling off the things that we want. Mm -hmm. But when we, when, we, when we stand in front of Allah, we sit in front of Allah, and we realize that at this precise moment, He is observing me yes. with so much uh, attention. He's listening to everything I'm saying. He knows what I'm going to say even before I say it. And he's giving me that special attention. And then you raise your hands and you ground yourself. You realize that you are a humble servant in need of your Lord. And he's looking at you and he's listening, you, listening to you and he's watching you and he knows the matters of your heart. And then you ask of him, the, the, soul, the soul will break for her Lord. Mm. And in that, and that's what he loves to see. That's mm. what Allah loves to see. He loves to see that level of humility, that, love, that level of need of him. Mm. And it fills you. Yes. It goes back to presence. So, yes. so is, you know, happiness equals presence? Yes. Equals presence and presence requires awareness. Yes. Mm. Requires cultivating awareness. Like mindfulness, being learning so what are the to ways? train yourself to be in the what moment. What are the ways? What are the ways? For me, something that's really worked is meditation. And mm. I know people are on the fence about meditation because it sounds a little woo-woo and <laughs> Buddhist. <laughs> but um, you know, it's obviously it's being practiced in a way where it's disengaged from the traditional r religious kind of connotations of it. Where there are types of meditation that are more intensively kind of Buddhist in that sense. Mm. Um, but in the basic sense of kind of concentration and sitting down um, and I did that for a year last year kind of 10 minutes a day mm. and I found that it really um, it's just it's like an exercise in learning how to wield your awareness I can move it here move it there put it on this and you know what I found it to be helpful with, and it's, it's not something that happens immediately, it's something that you realize after time, I do this now and I didn't do it before. Mm. When it comes to like the pause, because people say, okay, you know, don't react, respond, pause, and in the pause, you know, but if, you're, if the speed of your thoughts are going at a certain speed, you can't just pause. Yeah. You have to train yourself to pause. Yeah. And meditation makes the space for the, it just create the gaps get bigger and bigger until you learn to hear what's going on inside your head. You can make distinctions. You, you know, with what I teach with Quranic reflection, you now can be aware mm. for a pocket of time and listen to your mind and pay attention to what you're feeling, your physical body, so many things. So awareness in any sense is, is, is good. It's an investment is what you need like mm. to be able to pay attention because you can't do all this stuff and make mm. all these changes yeah if you're not paying attention in the first place. Yeah. I, I, I like that. <laughs> I really like that. I also think that solitude, mm -hmm. and, and it's maybe linked to what you were saying, just to have moments 
you know, regular moments where you sit with yourself, you remove the distractions, no phone, no people, and you just reflect. I think it's, it's just that slowing down, mm -hmm. that slowing down, um, because that's what presence is all about. It's slowing everything down so mm -hmm. that you can focus on the moment. Mm -hmm. So I think solitude and slowing the external down, going within through reflection, it's a training. It's a mm -hmm. it's a training ground to do that in a in a normal setting with people or experiences. I also think, um, uh, you know, our senses are taking information in constantly, mm -hmm. but making the conscious decision to to focus on what we can see, mm -hmm. to focus on I'm, what we can hear. You did that with me. Did I? Yeah. When we had a um, a session together and. Afterwards, you gave me a task of monotasking. Oh, yes, remember? I remember now, yeah. Love it. <laughs> you explain. want to explain? Explain, <laughs> yes. Everybody's like, tell us. <laughs> so monotasking is where you focus on what's going on outside of you. So, you know, you, you've got the thoughts and the this and the that, but it's actually, it's making that conscious effort to focus on what you can see, what you can hear, what you can feel, what, can what is going on all your external experiences. So mm -hmm. I've done it when I'm washing the dishes, where I, I know that I usually go into like, ah. yeah, you, it's time like, to think, yeah. yeah. But when I'm monotized, like, look at the dishes and look at how it feels and blah, blah, blah. And it, especially in times of pain or angst or like really negative emotions, monotasking is has been so good and i've actually given it to my clients they're, they're like this is so hard <laughs> like, but when you get into the practice of monotasking even choosing to monotask when you're talking to people around you mm -hmm. is amazing because you can connect with them in such a deep level you're not thinking okay so i'm going to respond to what you just said you're actually listening and absorbing and absorbing what they're saying you're paying attention to how they're saying it, their facial expressions everything is just amplified with mm. monotasking and it, it's been brilliant and it has Alhamdulillah. It's been brilliant. She's like, but what I wanted to add to that also, for me, what you, you guys were saying about meditation and solitude, for me, it's the breath. Meditation's big on breath. Yeah. The breath is yeah. like, I've found that the, my moments where I, the pause, come, my pause comes with the breath. When I can mm. pick, what's, how am I breathing right now? It's usually like, okay, yeah. And it feels like yeah. I've just actually taken my first breath because mm. it's been a conscious intake of air and then you realize there's such a release at that moment so that's something that i tell people to when you want to slow down start with your breath if you're in a bad state start with your breath because that's mm. the first thing you can get in control of Intake rather of than just your thoughts like okay yeah let's but yeah. actually you can you can absolutely easily take a breath and the moment you do it's like wow mm. i didn't even realize mm. We have spoken a lot. And you know what? I, I feel like we could carry on talking about the journey to happiness yes. and how we can achieve that. I think to kind of summarize, it's all about presence. Yes. Mm. You know, it's all about slowing yeah. down, removing the distractions, mm. presence. Very, very quickly, final words. I think I've given mine. You've given yours, mashallah. <laughs> Samaya? I like what you said. <laughs> what she said. I echo what she said. I like what you said about the, the kind of the technique to kind of ground, use your senses and, and come back come back come back yeah. yeah I like I really like that it's a practice to, to try yeah. and work on yeah yeah what they said <laughs> thank you for joining this episode I'm sure that you have your own tools that 
have been a means towards you, uh, our dear sisters, uh, in removing the distractions and being more present, please do share those in the comments section, inshallah. And we look forward to seeing you at the next episode.